Welcome back um, to the podcast. It's another roadway edition, driving home from hockey. And um, this recent season of life has got me thinking and processing, um, chewing on some things related to how we follow Christ, related to how we care for others and do ministry. And um, really, I think the the questions and answers here, well, I'm not going to pretend I know how how the answer works and how how the answer plays out in my own life, but um, this question and answer edition is really my questions that that I've been asking recently and trying to figure this out. Um, There's... There's two sort of paradigms at play in the Gospels, um, and, I, and I think they're both really important for us to consider, and they, and they show up in um, some, some facets of Christian life that uh, are often kind of at odds with one another. So on one hand, there's a lot of talk in ministry circles, there's a lot of talk in Christian circles, uh, there's a lot of talk in teacher circles right now, especially with how crazy teaching has been since uh, COVID-19 made its debut. And, and a lot of the conversation is about taking care of yourself, um, taking some time and prioritizing your own rest and health and, and fill in the blank. And, and I get that. Um, and for a long time, I've, I've really kind of wrestled with where does that sit? with the thought process of Jesus in the Gospels. Um, because we don't hear Jesus talk about like, hey, go make sure you have time for self-care. No, what we hear from Jesus, and this is the other end of the spectrum, what we hear from Jesus is, take up your cross and follow me. If, if anyone would lose his life for my sake, he will find it. And uh, if anyone will find his life in the here and now, he'll lose it. And so... My, my tension is, how do I reconcile these moments from Jesus where he's clearly talking about living selfless lives with the reality of running yourself ragged and burning yourself out? And um, I'm, I struggle with that tension. I don't understand always how that tension works itself out. And I'm not entirely sure how to find that right balance in my own life. Um, I, I have in recent days, weeks, months, years inclined myself to the pick up your cross, carry it, and follow Jesus. Grind ahead. God will provide what you need as you need it. And, and the body of Christ, as it walks with you, thinking about Ephesians, will will step in and and you'll be supported and you'll be provided for and God will provide what it is you need in the moment that you need it and you know you keep your eyes fixed on him and you follow and I really just today as I was thinking about this tension I started thinking about the 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 movements we see from Jesus in the gospels Jesus spends time in ministry. He spends time actively engaged. He spends time healing and teaching and providing for the crowds. And, and then we see him retreat 
and go to a deserted place and he spends time alone with the father or he spends time with the 12 or and this is sort of the movement that we see from Jesus he he spends time and then he goes up to a deserted place or he's he's up on the mountainside and he's in a deserted place with the disciples and he comes down and meets the crowds on the mountainside and teaches and provides for them and does ministry with them he goes into the city of Jerusalem in the last week of his life and he's in serious heavy ministry he's he's challenging the religious leaders and and the conflict of the gospels between Jesus and and the Pharisees and the chief priests and it's all coming to a head in the, in the passion week of his life especially thinking of that afresh with Easter on the horizon but even then he goes into the city in the morning and he retreats to Bethany um, to, to houses of people like Lazarus and Martha and Mary in the evenings and and that's his rhythm he's he's in and he's with them in the city doing ministry and at work and then he retreats and he spends time with others in in the evening and where's where's my rhythm like that I guess is what I'm asking there are things that I look to uh, for that retreat for that recovery um, and often as a dad of four girls uh, and four young girls those things are interrupted and um, and I'm I'm still trying to sort out how much I need. I'm, what, what's the right balance and what's the right mixture of, of getting retreat and, and getting unplugged and getting away, and then coming back into the fray and being focused and dedicated and, and committed. But these are the two sort of rhythms that we see. <coughs> excuse me. These are the two sort of rhythms that we see with Jesus. Jesus tells us specifically to to be urgent in the work of our ministry and and to to be at work and to be reaping the harvest while the harvest is there to be reaped and to be committed and dedicated to be steadfast to be focused to be intentional about the life and ministry and work of the kingdom in which we're engaged and to not waste our time and to not lollygag and and to be serious about it and to be dedicated to it and to be consistent in it and for it to be a, a space and a place where we follow his pattern of picking up our cross you know and as much as there are even moments in the gospels where Jesus is tired and he's trying to get away and the crowds keep coming and he stops and he ministers to them despite what he's attempting to do in, in retreat And when he's then when he's finished, that then he he moves on and, and has his moment of retreat, or he'll send the disciples across and spend time in prayer overnight, and then walk out to them on the water uh, before he re-engages ministry the next day. And my mode, especially in stress. And especially when there are challenging circumstances and situations for the people I care about is, is to set my stuff aside and say, I'll deal with that when I have five minutes to myself or I'll, I'll 
deal with that later when I'm at home, or I'll deal with that on my own time, or in my own ways, or in fill in the blank. But right now, right now, these people matter. My colleagues, my students, and, and I'm gonna love on them, and I'm gonna pour into them. And there, and there can be really rich moments of ministry in that where where God really does provide and he shows up and, and it's in those moments of stress and disruption where the lives of my students, especially as teenagers, are, are upside down and they need somebody to step in and, and walk with them. And of a friend of mine he used to tell me that he could see like the switch just flip and I would go into chappy mode and it would just be okay this is what we need this is the ministry let's go let's do let's let's bring the the, the truth let's bring the presence of God let's let's bring prayer let's bring the scripture let's bring let's bring it to the table let's talk about it let's be present let's get into that moment with them let's let's walk with them in the, in the dark time and in the struggle and and God provides and God does great work in that and then and then what and then finding my retreat is that much more complicated because because then I I, I, I stop caring about where I'm at and what I'm processing and I know the things that I need and I'll, I'll get them and I'll get to them, but other things take the priority and and then I get tired. Not, not burnt out, I just get tired. It's, it's taxing sometimes. And the challenge with me is that there, there are individuals who want to step in and walk alongside me. And, and I love that. And I know that. And I know that I need the support and the help Lately, for me, it's really been, pray for me, give me a hug, and then, and then let me, let me be an introvert, and have my time, and unplug, and be disconnected, but the thing about ministry, and the trap of ministry in some circumstances, is that we don't take that moment to unplug. Because there's always the next thing. There's always the next person. There's always the the next bit of whatever that we've got to work through, and that people are processing through, and that people need help through, and that there's there's always another layer. And while I need that retreat for me, and I need it to be a a, a, a thing where it's it's quiet and it's peaceful. And it's either just me by myself with nothing else, or it's it's me with my wife. But it needs to be that peaceful space, and that for me, that like actual physically quiet space. I need that. I, that's what. That's my biggest need in retreat. Is that quiet, unplugged, disconnected time. And unplugged and disconnected from the stress and, and the demand on my time and, and the stuff. And it's hard to get that 
in, in ministry-oriented work, teaching and being pastor and a minister, because there's always another thing, there's always another need, there's always another something that is knocking on the door, and it was that way for Jesus, and it's that way for us, and I don't know that that element of it is ever going to change. But it's hard then to live in the rhythm that Jesus shows us where he finds himself retreating and then coming back to the crowds. Unless we're really intentional about how we make and get and find that time to unplug and to get that retreat. And I don't know what that balance is in my world. I really don't. I know there are times where where my retreat comes up, the need for retreat comes up in me of just, I want people to leave me alone. Stop stop asking if I'm okay. I'm I'm good. Just just let me just let me go through my, my process. But it's hard to say that because they're they're doing what Paul talks about and trying to to join with me and walk with me and be the body of Christ with me. And and I love that they care. And I love that it's there. I just don't know how to always find that rhythm. And that's really the, the question. And, and I think it's different for all of us. But where's my rhythm of retreat? And where's my space of being intentionally poured out and carrying my cross and laying down my life for the sake of the gospel and the ministry that's in front of me? Because there can be, even in the moments that are difficult, that are complicated, that, that aren't perfect, there can be some really rich, powerful ministry provided in, in the life of the Holy Spirit. If... We, we pay attention and we're committed to it. And we need rest. I mean, the Sabbath principle throughout the scripture is there and, and we watch Jesus do this retreat thing and we watch Moses go up and spend time in the, in the presence of God on, on the mountainside and, and be, be plugged in to that time and receiving from the Lord and then he, and then he comes down and he leads the Israelites and then he goes up on the mountainside and he meets with God and then he or he goes into the tabernacle and then, and then he goes out and does the ministry that God's called him to and so I, this this question and answer about well which is it is it is it the one who loses his life for my sake will find it and following the pattern of of Jesus in the retreat and the, and, and I think the answer is yes it's both. It's not an either or. And like so many things in the Christian life, the answer is in the tension, not in cutting the tension or resolving the tension. Is the answer in, in God's sovereignty and our free will, one or the other? No, the answer is both. And it's sorting out how our free will is still our responsibility to make our own decisions. But God is sovereign and he is in control and, and everything is under his, his authority. Like so many things in the Christian life, this idea of rest and, and taking care of ourselves and pouring ourselves out 
in ministry, like so many things in the Christian life, it's a matter of living in the tension and living in the tension the right way. Listening well, taking the support from people around us as they provide it, and learning what it is that we need in that recovery. Sometimes I just need people to, to let me be for a while. I need time to retreat and find that deserted space where I'm away. And it's me and the Lord on the mountainside. And it's okay that I need that. That's part of how I'm wired, at least I think it is. I struggle with that because my tendency is to say, you know what, no, Jesus tells me that the one who loses his life will find it. And there, there really is, I believe this, there is a life to be found in pouring myself out for the best interest of my students, for the best interest of my family, for the best interest of my colleagues at work. There really is a life to be found in that ministry. But here again, it's, it's not just doing that of my own power, of my own accord, of my own whatever. And really, I think the, the I, I think what I'm coming to is that the key in all of this is following the leading of the Holy Spirit. Am I connected enough in my daily rhythms and routines to the Scripture and the Holy Spirit in prayer that when the Spirit moves into a, a space of ministry, regardless of where I'm think or feel like I'm at, I'm ready to move and move with the Holy Spirit as he empowers the work that, that he intends to do. And when the Spirit withdraws and says, okay, it's time to retreat. It's time to plug back into me. It's, it's time to regather. It's time to regroup. Am I listening for that voice too? So much of this, this Christian walk is living in that tension and listening well. And sometimes we're so focused, like, like I've been on figuring out this question on, well, which do I do? What, what do I do? What do I? And if I would stop and I would pray and listen when I pray, not just talk and ask God for stuff or tell God how I'm feeling, but listen and settle and be available and present to the Lord. He'll provide every time. I really believe that. And it's not, it's not easy to follow that out, but I think it's so important and so critical. So do we follow the pattern of Jesus and retreat and then enter ministry and then retreat and enter ministry? Or do we pour ourselves out because the one who loses his life for the sake of Christ will find it? And the answer is yes, we do both. And we do both wholeheartedly and led and guided by the Holy Spirit and the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. It's not a perfect answer to the question. And it may be me just thinking more than anything. Something still doesn't always sit right with me when we talk about self-care. But the need for rest matters and we see it modeled in Jesus we see it modeled in Moses and the need to pour ourselves out matters because we see it modeled in Jesus and we see it modeled with Moses
we see it in the scripture clearly we see both of these things in the scripture clearly and so we got to be attentive to the leading of the Holy Spirit as we pay attention to those spaces in our lives where we need to shift from, okay, I've rested and now it's time to re-engage, or I've been engaged and now it's time to rest. It's in the tension, not in resolving the tension, that we find peace, truth, and the provision that God promises us in every moment for everything we need. I hope the thoughts and the ramblings tonight were helpful. I hope you have a good week this week. God be with you. Until next time. Mm -hmm.